This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, welcome in. Jeremy Kahn in for Nick Costas. You better you bet. Alongside Ken Barkley. It's brought to you by BetMGM right here on the BetQL Network. Um, I do want to say this before we get into anything, Ken. Just listen to you guys chat behind the scenes, and I know we're going to jump on some Summer League stuff. If I had said to my other show, you know, my, the, my day job or whatever, the morning show, and I went to them and said, hey, here's a great Summer League bet, they would look at me and say, leave me alone. What are you guys talking about? And then right. hearing you guys chat about futures markets and different things that are going on about summer league, I'm like, I'm finally surrounded by my people. <laughs> but this is, it is interesting well, I think to hear you guys go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, got the summer league standings on the screen right now. This is incredibly funny. And, uh, the log jam at two and one, which we'll get into at some point, probably it's, uh, it's my favorite difference between sports content and betting content, right? Like you, you, you uh, try to spin both plates at the same time, which is really impressive. Like you work multiple shifts, multiple jobs, um, which is really admirable. And so you, you know what I'm talking about. Obviously, like yeah. I used to work at a mainstream sports media company. And so I think we both know, like, you know, there's a lot of days where like whatever the top story is, you, you really don't care a lot about or it's mm-hmm. uh, you sort of you have to manufacture passion or uh or just any kind of interest whatsoever like i you know serious news story okay cool like i'm supposed to be interested i just really don't care and you know like a perfect example like i don't really care about pat fitzgerald getting fired like i really just don't care a lot i just don't (laughs) i've never followed northwestern whoever they hire is probably going to be apparently might be ed orgeron that that that, that i'm kind of interested in that'd be kind of funny um but like the nuance of like the reporting behind the scenes and the you know all that like all the cover-up and stuff like there i'm sure there are a lot of people that are pretty interested in that story i'm just not one of them and mm-hmm. like perfect difference between a sports show and a betting show like you would have no choice on a sport like you would in editorial judgment would dictate that you would talk about the thing that the most people are talking about which would have been that and uh this would have been true more yesterday or two days ago than it would be today but um you know it just there's no betting angle to that story there just isn't there's the only betting angle would be like the Northwestern win total, which the second that this became a scandal was pulled everywhere. The limit was pretty yep. low anyway. They were not supposed to contend for the Big Ten. That market could, could be open and it wouldn't matter. And that's it. And there's literally nothing else. Um, so it's just kind of one of those classic, you know, sports versus betting. What, uh, you know, what you have to, I, I love the freedom that I, you know, don't have to go into work and be like, oh God, this today? Like, oh no, not again, you know, or whatever. Like, you know, even just like at NFL made up hot stove stories or whatever, you know, it's like, where's Dalvin cook going to sign me? Like, don't really care, honestly, but you, you tell me and said like, we replay. So it's like, all right, well, you're not doing that. What are you doing instead? Fun stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Fun things, well, you know, like I, laughing, having a good time. It's like, that's anchor, but we are laughing. 
Like that's yes. what uh, that's what we're doing instead. We so, yeah, I think uh, we're both kind of thinking the same thing there. Yeah, it's it, you know I tried to get them to do an hour of trivia today and it just didn't happen. But what are you gonna do? Like, yeah. it's just <laughs> they should have said yes. What do you think? They people said, wouldn't do you have listen? somebody to write questions, and yeah. I said no. I don't have anybody good for that. Right. Oh, exactly. Sorry, Alex. No, we have our workhorse producer, <laughs> who's Alex Pisano, is all over it. Yeah. Yes. I didn't. I didn't look at the categories again today. I'm excited. <laughs> I. It's. You know what's funny is like as soon as my show ends, I'm like, oh, in a few hours, I got Jeopardy. It's great. You know. It's, it's yeah. Exactly. Fun. But exactly. So but you no, look forward like, to doing the show because of this. So yeah, that's yeah, the perfect litmus test, though. Well, if there are things the in the show thing. that we're excited to do, then people will be mm-hmm. excited to listen to them. If if everything in the show we're just like, uh, like, you know win totals or you know but <laughs> yeah al central futures or whatever which jake is actually going to do later but we're not going to do a full segment on it um you know just whatever <laughs> i'm trying to think of topics you wouldn't want to do it's like all right yeah you know like i i guess i'll do the show but then you know the the people that listen probably wouldn't like the segment very much anyway so it's just like if we're passionate about it we're excited about it it'll be good and that just happens to be summer league right now among other things yeah and, and i would say this like doing this show like whether it's the middle of baseball season and we have sports and games to talk about or whether it's football season, it's always like, I love talking gambling. I love talking about this stuff and then, uh, you know, pushing other people's buttons to see what they're looking at. That's why I find it's interesting. Like I was even asking about your guys bets, uh, that I, I didn't tailor, didn't follow at the end of the show. I like, I wasn't going to be up late watching NBA summer league. So it's like, I'm not going to put anything on it, but um, I was asking about your guys' bet, and then you had some interesting stuff happen right before the show, right? We uh, we did, and so there for people listening live, uh, there the market is closed, unfortunately, because the first summer league game has already tipped off. There's like eight games today, and the Cavs and Bulls are the earliest start. That is started about five minutes ago, and when that game starts, when the first, this is true for most markets but i guess it's kind of a gray area now when the first game starts usually a bunch of places will pull some of the relevant markets having to do with the, you know think about if you uh you know when the uh, nfl kicks off on sunday at 1 p.m eastern time uh it is unlikely you will be able to go bet most valuable player of the league while the games are going on because like football is a, a, in a sport especially you know uh prone to injuries and somebody mm-hmm. gets hurt you could go in and bet it like it's, it's too much risk to take on for no reason and so those markets close. Okay, well, there's one, only one sports book all summer. And I, and people, and I, this market's closed, so you can't bet into it. I actually think it's so interesting. It doesn't matter that it's closed right now because when it reopens, you're going to have the same problem. That's why this market's so funny. Uh, summer League MVP was being dealt in one place for, for pretty low limits. It is the most weird, broken, confusing award market that I think I've ever dealt with in like a single day situation. So for just for people to understand, okay, well, why is that? Um, The jazz and the nuggets played last night. The jazz are a team that a lot of people on this show are pretty interested in Tyler and I, because we bet them to win summer league and the prices have aged unbelievably. And they won again last night. And they're, I think the second choice now to win summer league, they're like three to one or two fifty, depends on where you go. So it's like, Oh, everything's going great. I mean, sure, they're very likely to make the playoffs, et cetera. Their best player is Keontae George, who was probably had been the most outstanding player of Summer League. He was the favorite to win Summer League MVP going into last night's games. He twists his ankle really badly in the first or second quarter. He only played about 10 minutes last night. I forget which quarter. I had it on. And really bad ankle turn. 
and it's summer league, right? So really bad ankle turn means, hey, maybe don't play anymore. Maybe let's stop playing yep. for like the entire rest of this thing, right? And he doesn't play the rest of the game. The Jazz win anyway. They can still win summer league. It's the we'll get to the title at some point too. But he was the favorite to an MVP. So immediately in my head, I just go, oh man, like the favorite gets hurt. Like this could be really interesting. Like who would, who would I even, like if I was a media member, who would I vote for? Even after last night's games, a lot of these teams have played three of the, three of the five games they're going to play. And, uh, and so I was kind of like thinking in my head, I was like, man, I don't really know. I'll be really curious when the market reopens, what happens. And because it's only being dealt in like one place, maybe there's a second place too. I think maybe there's a second place actually, but because it's not available everywhere, the market reopens. And Jeremy, he's he's he was still the favorite two minutes ago. <laughs> Keontae George was the, a player, and uh, the Jazz also like uh, about ten minutes ago officially ruled him out. So uh, we were, I mean, I just did you need him to even say that? Today, guy turns his ankle. He's like the only player on the team who matters next year that you could like plug into the rotation. There's maybe one other player who's playing who could plug into the rotation next year for sure. And like, of course, he's not going to keep playing. So the market's been open all morning. And he, I've, I've been staring at a market, and the example I used earlier today, Jeremy, is like, you know, you you bet like NFL most valuable player. That's probably a market you look at, right? Like at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think everybody feels like they probably have a pretty strong opinion. This would be like looking at, you know, in week 13, you're looking at the NFL most valuable player market. Patrick Mahomes is the favorite. And for however you acquire this information, you are certain that he is going to be out the rest of the season. You know it. Like, you know that he's going to be out and he is the favorite. And I think a lot of people, if they were in that situation, would be like, man, you could make so much money betting on that. Like you could, like you would bet Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts and like whatever. You would just have all the guys who are not Patrick Mahomes, but have a chance to win. And you would just clean up, like price shopping, whatever, because you knew Mahomes was out and it's, the market's still open with him as the favorite. That's so crazy. Well, here's the funny thing about this market. You have an identical situation involving the favorite. He can't win. He's the favorite something is fundamentally wrong and it should yeah. create an opportunity to make valuable bets except there is absolutely no possible way to figure out who was going to win this award <laughs> like there's just <laughs> like you, i don't even know who you would bet on so jeremy this is the situation i found myself in earlier today staring at this for like 30 minutes being like him uh him no and then you're it's just you end up with like 17 options which really means you have no options and Ty, tyler said he thinks he's got a guy do you want to bring tyler you want to tyler what do you tyler who do you who i think so tyler first of all you you agree that if, even though the favorite aside like keontae george was the most likely player to win entering last night's game right oh absolutely and uh yeah i guess he's no not even close they're the, they're the best team well they were the best team and he was the best player right. by far yep. so i mean the, this Cleveland game still going. Uh, just just started, so if they yes. go four zero, I would figure somebody from that team would win, and I don't think they it'd don't. be money. Go you're going to say Sharif Cooper? Is that who you're going to say? That, that uh, that's just the name that pops out. I don't think Bates will get it, and Mobley doesn't put up stats. So, so Imani Bates and Sharif Cooper are definitely like the two most likely Cleveland players to win. Cleveland, for people who don't know, is one of the few undefeated teams. If they win today's game, they go four zero. They qualify for the four team summer league playoffs very prestigious, but Bates is like kind of not, and you're, I agree with you that I don't think Bates can win. Like I get, well, I guess everyone can win now because the guy who was going to win is hurt, but it just, he seems really unlikely to win. He like has like no, he, all he does is score, but he doesn't score very much. 
And the consensus opinion is not even that he's playing particularly well. So he's tough. Sharif Cooper had a huge, who is another player on Cleveland, had a huge game, their first game. I forget, uh, they beat Brooklyn. And he had like 30-some points or something. But I don't think he's done almost anything since then because his averages are brutal. So it's kind of like one of them. And they also, that means you need them to win, which means they have to win probably this game and win two more games. Because to, to, the idea, the handicap there is, well, the team that wins will have the MVP. And that, by the way, if you're like, well, has that been true historically? They have changed what Summer League is so many times. You can't even use like history to tell you the number of teams in the playoffs is always different. Some years it's a big tournament. Some this year it's four teams. So like the MVP used to be a guy, a team that won all the time, but they don't do the tournament the same way. Only two teams made the final last year. Keegan Murray won MVP. Didn't play on either of them. Portland won last year. They won the title. And, uh, so you don't even really, the, it's the best thing because it's, it's the funniest thing because you don't even really know what you're looking for. Am I looking for a really, like a good player on a really winning team? Or am I looking for just the guy who's going to score the most? Or like some hybrid and who blends <laughs> those the best? And nobody this... knows the answer to that question. We have we haven't had enough summer leagues where this is the format to know what media members can do. Also, most of the players have only played like the good ones aren't playing very much this time. And they're, are you going to give it to a guy who played two games? Like, is Jabari Smith going to be the summer league MVP? Probably not. That seems really unlikely. Can... So Jeremy, again, it's just what <laughs> I stared. I swear I stared at this for like 30 minutes and it was both the best and dumbest exercise I think I've ever done. It kind of reminds me of Wallace Shawn and the Princess Bride when he's trying to figure out which cup to drink from, and therefore you cannot drink yeah. from this cup because it could possibly have the Clearly, poison I in can't it as choose well. the wine in front of me. <laughs> yes, that's that's what it feels like it's going. I don't know how many people vote on Summer League MVP, but is, are they going to go around the room and say, hey, which one of you guys got two votes? Who got two? Right. Is that is it yeah, that exactly. spread out? <laughs> so, I, it might be. Um, I mean, it, it yeah. really might be. So it's just... So I, I, I tried to, I did this radio, the, you know, I, I do uh, radio in Portland, Oregon every Thursday morning. It's one of the radio hits that I do. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's really funny because it's 11 a.m. Eastern time when I'm usually like in the office working on something and whatever I end up working on at like 1040, I come on the air and it's like the only thing I ever want to talk about. So sometimes mm -hmm. I'll be working on like something really obscure. It'll be an NFL Thursday. I have to like put that to the side and do the NFL stuff. Like, okay, like I'm not going to talk about this thing that I'm hyper-focused on. But today there's nothing going on. So they're like, what are you kind of working on right now? I go, guys, let me just, let me get the mic here for like eight minutes. And let me just explain how this <laughs> is. And went into even more detail than I did just then, including who's going to win Summer League, which we haven't done yet, which is still open. You can still bet that right now. It's uh, They keep it open during the games, which is I think a really bad idea, but I don't think they care very much <laughs> and they can't lose very much money. Um, it's just, yeah, I, there, there is no player and people I probably might have players that they like. You might look at a list and be like, Oh, it should be this guy. It should be this guy. I don't think there is a really easily identifiable player who can win. Now the player who was the favorite in the market at close 15 minutes ago has a 0% chance to win 0%. And yet I don't know how to make money in this market. I have no idea. I actually don't know. I wrote down like 10 names. I went through all of them. I hate all of them. I ended up betting some Shaden Sharp at 30 to 1 because I think the Blazers might smash tonight and they can actually have a chance to make the playoffs and he's played every game. And I don't even like that bet very much. I have no idea what's going to happen. And the market's going to reopen start... tomorrow. We're going to have the same problem. 30 to 1. So good odds. Like, uh, yeah. 
Hey, it, this is this is what makes this fun is just trying to figure it out. You sound like me trying to figure out an edge on the All-Star game, and there's none. Yeah. All right, we got MLB win totals. We got more on the Summer League. Jeremy Conn, Ken Bark, that you better you bet. Brought to you by BetMGM right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.